You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A dead dog escapes the grave and shocks its owners after being accidentally buried alive. (laughs) Welcome back. Ugandan president wants to ban oral sex, saying that the mouth is for eating. And a social media influencer plotted to take an internet domain at gunpoint, and it didn't go well. These are the weird stories for Weird AF News today, baby. This is the host, Jonesy. This is the only weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's get into it. A dead dog escapes the grave and shocks its owners after being accidentally buried alive. This is like real life Pet cemetery, baby. And by the way, they're remaking this. Is this a remake of the original movie? Which, by the way, doesn't need to be remade. It's amazing. Or is it maybe, is it a TV show? I don't even know. I see billboards for it. I'm like, why are you redoing something that was a classic already? It's great. We don't need to redo it. In the headlines that mirror a horror flick, an elderly dog in Russia recently shocked its owners when it returned from the grave, alive and well and hungry for sausage, after being accidentally buried alive. Oh, poor dog. Can you imagine? Your owners that you love, you you think they're taking you out for a walk. Next thing you know, they bury your ass alive. (laughs) Like, not on purpose, but, you know. So it was two sisters in the village of Novonikolovsk, Primorsky Krai. They recently buried their 18-year-old dog named Dick. Dick is the dog's name? D-I-K? Is that a common name for a pet in Russia? That's weird. (laughs) Here, Dick. Come here, Dick. Hey, has anyone seen my dick? (laughs) Come on. After Dick remained motionless for a long time. Um, Sometimes my... Never mind. Uh, Apparently, having passed away in his sleep, or at least that's what they thought. They thought that the dick was dead. Their dick was dead. (laughs) I can't. I'm not going to be able to get through this article without... (laughs) The heartbroken owners took... Dick to a local pet cemetery and said what they thought would be goodbye forever. But Dick had other plans. Reportedly laid to rest in a very shallow grave, Dick was able to dig himself out of the earth and was soon found exhausted on the side of the road by passers-by. The rescuers took Dick to... Open your heart is what it translates to. Animal shelter. Where officials shared photos of the lost dog to social media. Catching wind of the news, Dick's overwhelmed owners were able to retrieve him again. Wow. Dick's owners thought that he was dead after failing to wake Dick up. (laughs) The head of the shelter said this is an unbelievable story. Fortunately, they buried him not so deep underground, and he managed to get to the surface after regaining consciousness. Unbelievable. How long was this dog out? I mean, what, did you bring him right away to the cemetery? You didn't wait a few hours? I mean, where's... Oh, Dick's dead. Come on, get in the car. Come on, Dick's dead. We got to drive him right away. Right away to the cemetery and bury him. But um, I haven't even had my coffee yet. Doesn't matter. Get a shovel. <laughs> what are they burying it like? I'm assuming they buried it right away because otherwise that means the dog came to life after, you know, hours of being dead, which is very unlikely, right? Did they live next to the cemetery and they just like walked it over there? It took them five minutes. Like, I don't understand how the dog was buried that quickly. The owners of Dick, two elderly sisters, came to take him home and they cried. They were very grateful and they donated 80 bucks to the shelter. 
Social media commenters in Russia, meanwhile, were quick to liken the tale to the big screen reboot of Stephen King's 1983 Pet Cemetery, which premiered in American theaters on April 5th. In the horror flick, a family's life unravels when they bury their pet cat in a spooky animal graveyard in the woods behind their home, and then the feline returns from the dead. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a great movie, by the way, the original. I don't... Again, I guess they remake everything these days, even if it was good on the first go-round. Uh, freaky, though. Freaky to have your... <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I, don't, I wouldn't... If my pet came back buried like after being buried alive, I would be like, "Oh, I would not trust it after that." I'd be like, "It's gonna, it's gonna kill me in my sleep." Obviously, it knows what I did. I mean, although a cat would be scarier than a dog. Dogs seem to kind of like you, you know. No matter what you do to them, <laughs> for the most part, they're just very unconditional loving. A cat. If I buried a cat alive, I mean. I didn't realize it was alive, then it came back, then my pet cat came back. I'd be like, oh no, we're not sleeping in the same room. I do not trust. Freaky. Maybe this cemetery is magical, though. Maybe we ought to start burying our loved ones, like in the movie Pet Cemetery. Check this cemetery out for spirits and, I don't know, the the occult is probably going on over there. What else can we raise from the dead in this magical cemetery in Russia? The Ugandan president wants to ban oral sex because he says the mouth is for eating. The president of Uganda, who's an idiot, obviously, he said he wants to ban the nation's citizens from practicing oral sex because, quote, the mouth is for eating. This quote should be followed by, and quote, it's 1410. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? You banning oral sex in 2019? Are you out of your gourd? President Yaweri Moseveni, can't even say his name. He's blamed outsiders for trying to convince Ugandans to perform oral sex on one another. (laughs) Oh, outsiders, really? (laughs) These damn outsiders (laughs) convincing my citizens to perform oral sex. How? How? How are we convincing them? I think everybody knows at the age of like nine that, uh, you know, it would probably feel good to have a mouth on it. (laughs) I mean, I don't think you need convincing. From outside renegade sources, President Yawari Museveni, he said he's issuing a public warning about it. Wow. And did everyone laugh at you? That's what I want to know. Did everybody laugh at the public warning? That's what I would do at such a public warning. I'm going to assume everyone engages in oral sex all over the world, even like tribes in the Amazon. Because it's obviously you can tell it's going to feel good. It doesn't take, uh, you know, some sort of special convincing or program or motivational speaker to convince humans that, you know, oh, you do things to that area and it feels good. (laughs) But no, it's the outsiders trying to convince them. Is porn seeping into your country, President Yaweri Masaveni? (laughs) What are you going to do about that? You can't stop porn. There's one thing we know about porn. Like New York City, you cannot stop porn. It's unstoppable. The president told the press, Let me take this opportunity to warn people publicly about the wrong practices indulged in and promoted by some of the outsiders. That's, my, that's how I imagine he sounds like. I'm trying to give you, like, as if you were in the presence of this idiot. <laughs> One of them is what they call the oral sex. The mouth is for eating, not for sex. 
We know the address of sex. We know where sex is. You do? Where, where is the address of sex? I want to go there. I want to mail sex a postcard. What is the address of sex? Museveni. <laughs> we know where the sex is. Oh, man. Museveni signed the Anti-Homosexuality Act in 2014. I feel like you should scramble those numbers and make it uh, more like the Anti-Homosexuality Act of 1042. <laughs> that sounds proper. 2014, they made it illegal to have gay sex in Uganda. I mean, there's still countries that are like, they'll stone you to death, right? They'll kill you if, if you engage in homosexuality. Idiots, just pure dummies living in the past, living in, in with some sort of medieval, you know, neophyte brain. Undeveloped brain chemistry is what's going on in these countries. The Ugandans risk life imprisonment if they are found to be having regular gay sex. They also, uh, the act also made it a criminal offense not to report someone for being gay. Oh my goodness. You got to go report your gay friends in Uganda? Oh, this is terrible. Life imprisonment? How reasonable. Just good, good humanity going on in Uganda. <laughs> In 2014, after introducing the law, President Museveni said that oral sex could cause worms. <laughs> Whoa! Haven't heard that one before. This is like witchcraft, basically. Worms? What kind, gay worms? What, what are you talking about here? Yes, the gay worms will grow in your butt. <laughs> in January, he said, oh, here's a quote from him. You push the mouth there. You can come back with worms and they enter your stomach because that is the wrong address. <laughs> that is the wrong address. You don't want worms in your stomach, guys, so don't be doing gay shit. In January, he said he regretted his decision to halt the country's practice of executing criminals. Well, I think that's more uh, problem solving than the gay situation. You should go on executing criminals. Just make it, you know, make gay. <laughs> don't criminalize gay sex. Jonesy, executing criminals? Yeah, certain criminals, sure. Why not? I think Ugandan, Ugandan President Museveni was onto something there. <laughs> uh, especially, uh, never mind, I'm not going to get into that. You know how I feel about the execution policy, the guys. <laughs> Just for certain people. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, you know, other than that, he's really living in, uh, well, some would argue he's living in the past by executing people as well. Okay, you make a good argument. Um, but I could, you know, I'll, I'll wrestle you on that one, on the execution one. Uh, I will not, I will not even wrestle with you on the, on the gay sex one. That's just, there's no discussion there. There's no discussion. It should not be criminalized in any form whatsoever. Anything we want to do with our bodies sexually or even in our minds using chemicals will not be interfered with by the government. I feel very strongly about that. So President Yusari, Yuwari Museveni, <laughs> Someone needs to teach him about about the uh, how gay sex doesn't cause worms, though. I mean, I feel like that's can we get a can we get a biologist over there to have a discussion, a little sit down with him? It doesn't cause worms. No, no, no worms, buddy. In fact, come here. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you how it doesn't cause worms. My brother. <laughs> Any gay Ugandans out there? Come to America. Just come on. Now, I know we have a president who doesn't want to let you here, but I'm saying you come here. That's no problem. I'll let you stay at my house for a little while. I'm not going to have gay sex with you, but you can stay here until you find a place. It's no problem. 
I open my arms to people who are oppressed all over the world. Why not? Someone's got to do it, these poor people. Come over, come over. You can stay at the Weird News headquarters. I don't mind. We'll find you. We'll get you a job. We'll, we'll figure something out. And by the way, for those of you who are getting in trouble over in Uganda for the oral sex, come on over. Come to America. We love oral sex over here. We're cool with it. It's everywhere. I've seen it. I've seen it in public, in fact. <laughs> I've gotten oral sex at my workplace before. That's how much we love it. We do it anywhere. Anywhere, anyhow. <laughs> come on over. A social media influencer plotted to take an internet domain at gunpoint, and it did not go well. This plan was like a bad movie script, complete with an attacker in a puzzling outfit and a backup weapon. The intruder entered a victim's home in Iowa carrying a cell phone, a gun, and a taser. On his head was pantyhose and a hat. Why the hat with the pantyhose? Why not just the pantyhose? Along with dark sunglasses to mask his eyes. But things didn't go as planned. And now, Rosie Lorathio Adams II could face two decades in prison. A jury found him guilty of hiring the intruder to break into the house in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, to force the transfer of an internet domain at gunpoint. Isn't that crazy? Someone wants a website this bad? Threats and gun emojis ensue. <laughs> Adams, 26, founded a social media company called State Snaps. Four years ago, the company operates on various social media platforms, including Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. At one time, Adams had over a million followers on his social media sites, which mostly contained images and videos of young adults engaged in crude behavior, drunkenness, and nudity. Really? That's what he's all about? His followers often use the slogan, Do it for state, when posting videos and images. So, Adams tried to purchase the internet domain, domain doitforstate.com from a Cedar Rapids resident who owned it, court records said, but the owner didn't want to part with it, with the website. For years, Adams repeatedly tried to obtain doitforstate.com, but the owner of the domain would not sell it. Adams threatened one of the domain owner's friends with gun emojis after the friend used the domain to promote concerts, court records show. Then he had an idea. Hey, why not take it by gunpoint? Because I'm a moron. In... In June, he enlisted his cousin to break into the domain officer's home. So this happened last year, but I guess it's finally, guys finally going to jail. How did I miss this story, by the way? Did you guys see this story? I didn't catch this one. He enlisted, Adams enlisted his cousin to break into the domain owner's home and force him to transfer the website to his own. The cousin drove to the domain owner's house and provided a demand note, which contained instructions for transferring, transferring the domain to Adams. Transferring the website. They keep calling it a domain. We're talking about a website here. After entering the home, the intruder grabbed the victim's arm and ordered him to connect his computer to the internet. You get on the internet, bro. <laughs> you transfer this website right now. I'll blast you. He put the firearm against the victim's head and ordered him to follow the instructions. Fearing for his life, the victim quickly turned to move the gun away from his head. The victim then managed to gain control of the gun. Oh, it backfired. Probably because you were wearing pantyhose and a hat. You couldn't see what you were doing, dummy. The victim shot the intruder multiple times and called the police. Way to go, buddy. This is how you do it. The intruder, Adams' cousin, Sherman Hopkins Jr., oh, poor guy, was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Oh, this poor guy. Now it's Adams' turn. He will remain in custody pending sentencing. He faces a maximum of 20 years in prison and a quarter of a million dollar fine. This guy should go to jail just as long as his cousin. 
poor cousin. The poor cousin got his... He shouldn't even have to serve as much prison time as the original guy who hired him. The cousin got shot. <laughs> that's, that's his penance. Man, this is kind of crazy when you just want to, you know. I got a domain, jonesy.com. And uh, I had to jump through hoops to get it. You got to pay for these things. And I was offered some cash for it fairly recently on a few occasions, actually. But I can't give it up. I can't give it up. And by the way, they don't offer me nearly enough of what I paid for the damn thing. So, like $200? You're going to give me $200 for jonesy.com? What are you out of your mind? No. $2,000. $5,000. We're, now we're talking here. I mean, these domains, they're, they're very valuable, some of them. Obviously, this one was valuable enough for a dude to hire his cousin to go take it at gunpoint with pantyhose on his head and a hat. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew an internet nerd was so powerful, though? You couldn't over, you can't overpower all the internet nerds, man. Some of them, you know, they play, they play enough, like, modern warfare that they know how to take your gun away from you and then shoot you with it. So be careful. <laughs> Yay! Last night, a DJ saved my life. What's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. Hope you enjoyed the weird stories today. If you do, give me a call. Send me an email. Let me know what's up in your life. Number 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, at funnyjones, and on Twitter, at funnyjones as well. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I want to thank everybody who's been uh, reaching out to me, sending me Florida-related stories. That seems to be the, the rage all, all over the place these days, is the weird Florida activities. Um, I hope you enjoyed that bonus episode I did about interviewing the, um, the guy who's making the Florida Man card game. And I hope you go check that out and support it. He needs a little cash to get that thing off the ground. And wouldn't you love to have a, you know, had that, have that card game? Did I say board game? It's a card game. Uh, yeah, so thanks for everything. Please rate the podcast and leave me a review. It really helps. Um, not all of you can join the Patreon, and I understand that. It would really help out if you just rated the podcast and gave it a review. Um, if you're going to write me a bad review, please write a funny one, and I'll read it. I should read some reviews. Let me see if I can find one. Oh, all right. Here we go. On uh, We got one from April 12th. This is on Amazon. Melissa writes, I seriously enjoy Florida Fridays. I look forward to it every week. Thank you, Melissa. Mastro Totaro. Someone named Allie said, uh, it's weird AF. This guy identifies as a comic. She says, oh, this is a nice one. One star. I tried to add this skill to my daily news briefing for about a month or so, and I found myself skipping over his segment every day. Jonesy is just awful. He blabs on and on, and it isn't even funny or witty commentary. He goes on and on every day about how Florida is full of psychos, which everybody's already aware of. And if they don't know, they would... And if they don't know, they would because he went on and on about it the day before and the day before that. And even though Florida is probably where they get most or all of their weird news from, his material doesn't have to be so repetitive all the time. He seems super thirsty to be funny, and it's just not working. Thank you, Allie, for that constructive criticism. Kathleen Dunn wrote just one star. She wrote long-winded, too long, and not funny. My podcast is like under 20 minutes usually. The stories are usually around 15 total. It's not that long. Come on now. Uh, and then uh, ooh, a few of these are positive, but I like to read the negative ones. They're the best. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Got some reviews on iTunes. Uh, Dougie1988, the funniest and best out there. That guy is funny. I've been to his stand-ups and now listening to his podcast. Get on it before it's late, y'all. <laughs> You've been to my stand-ups? Nice. Ooh, Bobby Ray wrote, 
The best weird news show around. Love your singing, Jonesy. I thank you, Bobby Ray. I love Bobby Ray. Amu32 wrote, Hey, Jonesy, I love this show. I've been a loyal listener for quite a while now. Jonesy is a joy and is hilarious. These are quite nice, by the way, on the iTunes. It's the Amazon ones that are so mean. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. So, yeah, thanks for the reviews. If you want to give me a review, it's, it's, it's great. It feels good. And I read them, obviously. Not all the time. Because uh, sometimes they make me sad. Uh, so thanks for doing so. And it helps, I guess, leaving reviews and ratings. Apparently it helps the podcast. So please consider doing something like that. Helping out old Jonesy on Weird AF News. Hope you enjoy the content. We'll talk to you tomorrow.